Hello and welcome to a Welcome Meredy podcast. I am Cindy Lynn and today I wanted to talk about celebrities. I wanted to talk about what they mean to us common folk and how we can have healthy relationships with with celebrities. Uh, we can have a healthy relationship with how we view them and how we admire them or choose how we allow them to influence our lives yeah choose how we allow them to influence our lives um this comes up because of the recent passing of chadwick boseman i wanted to touch upon this because i feel like as i get older celebrity deaths are slowly hitting closer and closer to home I think as we get older, they just the celebrities who pass are closer to us in age, closer in relevance to how we consumed their content and their work. I think celebrity deaths really started to hit me when Naya Rivera passed in that lake. And I remembered being like, wow, I used to love watching Glee and I would see her and her spirit and her energy and everything she brought to the show and she's gone now and hers was a tragic story where she left behind a beautiful son and I didn't want to think about it I didn't want to watch old clips of her singing when I die young and I didn't want to see her spirit shine because it made me so sad that it wasn't going to be on this earth anymore and I felt similarly with Chadwick Boseman I'm not a huge Marvel fan I'm not a huge Black Panther fan but that movie hit us that movie made us feel things that movie changed the the movie changed the game for people of color in Hollywood and that's just the icing on top because it was just straight up a immaculate movie <laughs> the storyline and the costumes and the special effects and everything about it was just so beautiful and wonderfully done it was a great movie but on top of that what it meant for representation, what it meant for black Americans, what it meant just for black people all over the world to have the first black superhero. That means something, that impacts people. It, it's a powerful, powerful thing that we were allowed to witness. And I saw a lot of my peers and my friends grieving the loss of Chadwick Boseman and I guess collectively as a generation we knew we had lost something that was very important in how we viewed ourselves how we viewed media how media views us seeing other celebrities like Simu Liu who's going to be Shang-Chi the first Asian Marvel superhero and how he said, I want to be crystal clear, without Chadwick and what he gave to his character, there is no Shang-Chi. 
period. My career rides on the coattails of a great man. I wish I would have had the opportunity to tell him in person, but I'll fight for him always, my eternal king. That movie, even like just bottom line, again, it was just a great movie in general, what it meant for representation in Hollywood. The impact it had on diversity, I feel like, was even more powerful because it was setting the foundation for future people of color to have that representation. Like, a black person can be a superhero. An Asian person can be a superhero. They can be super jacked and super intelligent and powerful and a great leader and have a wonderful support system around them. Like, I don't know if I'm saying this right. I wanted to talk about it because I felt like we need to remember that we are allowed to mourn the loss of things that are important to us, even if they didn't have direct impact, even though I didn't know Chadwick Boseman. None of my friends or peers knew Chadwick Boseman, but we all were struck with grief to find that he had passed, to find that he had been struggling, fighting cancer this whole time and we had never known. I saw people on Twitter and otherwhere on social media making the point to be like, hey, you're allowed to grieve this. You're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to cry over the loss of this actor you've never met before. You are allowed that because what he did and what he represented in your life, how he allowed you to believe in yourself, the impact his movies and his creations had on you that is valid the importance the role he played in your life is so valid and beautiful you are allowed to be sad that that person is gone and people commented under that saying oh i was thank you for this because i was feeling kind of stupid for being so upset over an actor that i've never met before being upset over the death of someone I'll never know, right? But I don't think that's stupid because we can't deny that celebrities, famous people, whatever, I don't, I don't know what word you want to use, but they have impact, they have influence, and that influence can be so powerful, it can be so unique and special. It can make such a difference in a person's life. So I think we are allowed to mourn the death of people who we've never met if they made a positive impact in our lives, if they meant something to us, if their work meant something to us while they were still on this earth. And we are sad that we will not be able to experience more of it. We will not be able to live on the same earth as this person who has created something that has impacted us so much. We are allowed to mourn that, even if I was never going to meet Chadwick Boseman, even if I was never gonna meet Naya Rivera. I'm allowed to be upset that, 
a person who brought a lot of joy to my life through their work, through their words, through their song, whatever, is no longer with us. I'm allowed to mourn that. You, we are allowed to mourn that. And, and if anyone tells you otherwise, they're just mean. I wanted to talk further on the topic of celebrity and how they can be positive and how they can teach us things if we allow them to and if they allow themselves to. I don't particularly care for famous people too often. I'm not a huge consumer of music. I'm not a huge consumer of shows and movies and such. I think I kind of go with the flow. I listen to whatever's on the radio. I go to whatever movie um, piques my interest. Um, and I watch shows that are on the front <laughs> on the front page of Disney Plus and Netflix. And even then, I don't really watch shows. Um, but yeah, I think there are, but when I do, when it, when a celebrity or a project or something does spike my interest, I think it speaks to what I'm looking for in this world, what I want to be emulated and put out into the world. And I'm, I'm like, finally a celebrity who gets it, who understands vulnerability and authenticity I don't see that a lot I think I might have spoken upon this a little bit when I was talking about love songs and how I wanted more self love songs on the radio I wanted more I'm in love with myself I'm working on myself I'm in a relationship with myself bops I needed ballads and bops for that wasn't getting any and I started to think about okay well what if I just make these love songs about me when I sing about them, right? But then I did find some people, and I guess I wanted to talk about those people because these are celebrities to me who are doing great work and using their platform and their voice and their power and influence to show people that we are not perfect. Celebrities are not perfect. Their fans are not perfect. We are all human. And they show the side of themselves, which is so raw and beautiful and necessary in a world where everything is online and perfect and filtered and edited. And it's just you're just always putting the best version of yourself forward. Right. And I think that's peak with celebrities because they have the teams, they have the PR teams and the hair and the makeup, the production. They have all of that. Right. So for them to strip themselves down and to be raw and vulnerable with their supporters and their fans, I think that's what I personally look for when I'm looking for a famous person in which, in which to put my support and my time and energy into. Um, I really wanted, I wanted to talk about what I learned from them. So first and foremost is my girl Lizzo. You might know her from Feel Good As Hell, was a bop on the radio, and Truth Hurts. Um, just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that bitch. Um, I took the same test. I'm apparently only 72% that bitch. But, you know, it's okay. Not all of us can be 100% that bitch all the time. And we're still getting there. So hopefully 
as I grow, I will eventually become 100% that bitch, just like my girl Lizzo. <laughs> that was... I'm keeping it. Anyways, I found Lizzo through her song Soulmate, actually, which I think deserved way more attention and acclamation. Um, but I'm just glad that she she hit the top. I think she was... I think she topped the Billboard charts. Was that what happened? Or she almost did. Or she... Hold on. Okay, I looked it up. She was in the top 100. She was in the top 100 for the Hot 100. Billboard's Hot 100. I don't know what this is called. I don't listen to music, guys. But either way, she did really well um, with great songs, but I just... I feel like her other songs that are just purely about self-empowerment, self-love, self-exploration. Those are the ones that really hit me. And that song for me is Soulmate, where she literally sings that she is her own soulmate. She knows how to love her. And no one's going to get in the way of that. And that was my anthem. I needed the song when I was going through my self-love journey, the beginning of it, where I was like full force ahead. And I'm like, I am dating me. I'm going to be with me. I'm going to learn about me. And Soulmate is that jam. It's just that song. And you just think, you just sing it. And you're like, you sing it to yourself. And you're like, yes, I'm singing about myself. I don't have to pretend this is a love song that's really about someone else and pretend it's about me. Like, no, this song is for me. I am my own soulmate. I know how to love me. Um, and just her, the rest of her music and how she speaks on self-love and self care and self-awareness self-exploration like you can hear it in the interviews as she uses her platform to explain hey i am not perfect i am constantly learning how to love myself i am not it's not a destination it's a journey sounds familiar right if you listen to my past uh, episodes i have very similar opinions and outlook on what loving yourself means it is not a switch it's not a land that in which we live in it's a, a mindset in which you're constantly learning how to be kind to yourself how to treat yourself well how to do things for you and to prioritize you to set boundaries for you and I think it was the first time I really heard a celebrity talk about self-love in the real raw way that I was experiencing it myself. I think I might have touched upon this as well um, in the past, where I think a lot of celebrities, a lot of famous people, this idea of loving yourself is a hot topic, right? It's a buzzword, just love yourself. I'm working on loving me. Um, it just seems like, oh, like, just do it. <laughs> just love yourself, right? Work on loving yourself. But no one explains it the way, I will say, I didn't ever hear anyone explain it the way Lizzo did when she explained how she wanted to quit sometimes and how she doubted herself and how she was cruel to herself and mean to herself. And then she realized, hey, I got to love me. I got to work on loving me. And that's a constant battle because if you've lived your life being cruel to yourself, saying mean things to yourself, not being supportive and believing in yourself, not believing in your own capabilities. You have to unlearn that 
and learn something else, the positive mindset of I can do this, you got this, I am capable. Practicing compassion with yourself almost happens semi-simultaneously, but almost after you've unlearned all the negative self-talk you've had. And Lizzo was the first person for me to say it like that. And then I realized, oh, she gets it. Or I get her. We get each other, right? Um, And I just fell in love with this persona, this message of self-love. I wanted everyone to listen to Lizzo. I still want everyone to listen to Lizzo. I want Lizzo to put out more music on self-love. I'm waiting for it. I'm really waiting for it. But this is... She impacted me, is the point I'm trying to make, is... Her being vulnerable, her crying, and literally having a song about saying it's okay to cry. Her having songs saying that someone hurt her, but she still has herself. Songs just about like loving your body and being proud of it. It impacted me. It made me feel empowered. It made me feel electric. I don't know what word to use, but I felt powerful listening to these songs, screaming these songs as I played it off my phone while I was driving, hearing Truth Hurts or Good As Hell on the radio and like blasting it. It means something to a person when someone who sees them, who speaks their truth, is given a platform, is given success, is given support. I wanted to do everything in my power to support Lizzo in her message. This was my experience with having a very positive reaction, a very positive interaction with celebrity and who they are and what they decide to put out into the world. I don't even think I've really scratched the surface with how much what Lizzo says and how intentional she is with her words and how intentional she is with her actions. I don't think I've even scratched the surface of all that. Um, But she knows her impact. She knows she is influencing little brown girls and big girls and band nerd girls. Um, She knows that's what she's doing and she's very intentional in how she presents her joy, her black joy. And I think that's so important. We need people like her to know that their influence is important and to constantly be honest about the fact that they are not perfect and they are growing. Lizzo is not perfect, I will say. She says it herself. I don't want anyone to think like, oh, Cindy supports whatever Lizzo does. Like, I don't. That's another conversation and how we uh, unconditionally forgive celebrities. That's a completely different thing. But I'm not just a blind supporter, but I do see what she's trying to do. And in her imperfection, I will still try my best to support her because she's human, just like me, trying to figure it out, trying to learn how to love myself. Lastly, I wanted to touch upon my boys, BTS. (laughs) I'm a very recent fan of BTS, and I hope no one comes for me as a k-pop stan or idols or disregards me as a k-pop stan yeah i just really want to talk about how people with influence and power and celebrity and status 
can make positive impact on people and can teach us things. I'm fairly new to BTS, but I think what I want to tie in with them and Lizzo is that they have been on their grind for years and are only really now getting the level of acknowledgement in America, I will say. Um, They're only now getting the level of acknowledgement in America for their work and their music and everything they've been putting in. I think Lizzo is up for like new artist of the year or some shit like that and she's been doing music for like 10 years bts just got their first number one on the billboard charts billboard hot 100 whatever it's called again i'm not really that into music so i don't know they just got their number one with dynamite and they've been doing music for seven years more than seven years they just debuted seven years ago Um, And now they're up for new artist of the year or something. And it's weird to hear them, hear the industry call them quote unquote new artists because they've been on their grind for years, working their butts off. And what I learned from them is that sometimes the world is just not ready for you. You can be working your butt off for years and the world is just not ready to give you what you deserve. People are not ready to pick up what you're putting down. People are not ready for your power, for your influence, for the impact you will make. The world's just not ready for you yet. I hope I'm making sense. But when they are, it's magic. And it's almost like the world has been waiting for you, even though they haven't been ready for you. I don't know how to describe it, but that's how I see it. I see it as these talented artists who have been putting their hearts and souls into what they love, their passion, making it the center of what they do and how they live their lives. And not getting anything for it right away. They're not overnight artists. They've been putting years in, years of practice and honing in on their skill and their craft. And only years later are they getting the recognition and reaching the goals and the dreams that they once thought were ridiculous and impossible and just just a dream. That's what they really thought, but now it's their realities. And I think what I've learned is that it's just straight up, sometimes people just are not ready for you. BTS, Lizzo, whoever, they've been putting out great music. They've been pushing this message of self-love and loving yourself and focusing on yourself they've been doing this they've been speaking out on the injustices in society they've been doing all this stuff and only now are they getting a taste of what they what I believe they've always deserved and I take this back into my life where I'm thinking What am I doing with my life? I'm working really hard. I know I'm gifted. I know I'm capable of wonderful things, but I'm not really doing them yet. And when I look at these celebrities who are only now, years later, getting a taste of what I believe they deserve, I realize patience is something I need to practice. Dedication is something I need to practice. And just continuing to believe in myself. 
I think at the age of like college or po right after college, you are so in a rush to see what your future holds. Our generation, especially, I think, are in such a rush to realize what our legacy is, to find out what our legacy is. My friend Ariane once told me, there's no rush to find out what your legacy is right now. You are creating it. You just don't even know it. And one day you'll look back and realize you've been creating it and you're continuing to create your legacy. Everything is building on top of itself. But you won't know until you put in the work and you keep grinding and one day you'll, the world will be ready for you. One day the world will be ready for you. And it will be magic. I believe that. I believe that to be true. I think as I start my measly little podcast, I have been a little discouraged when people don't listen to it or I feel like I didn't put out the best work or... I could have done a better job, organized things better. I don't know. Like I, I very, um, I'm very critical of myself and what I'm putting out, and I'm very doubtful of if what I'm putting out is what people even want to hear. <laughs> if anyone's even interested, if anyone's even listening, I doubt myself in these moments. And I remember if I put in the time. Whoever is meant to hear me, whoever is meant to take in my messages and what I want to give to the world, which I do believe is love and joy and confidence and support, I do believe whoever it's meant for will receive it eventually. And if it's seven years down the line, so be it. I am doing this because I want to and I like it and I think I think I'm good at it. And if it takes a while for people to realize I'm good at it too, then that's just what it is, right? <laughs> My legacy is in the makings. Your legacy is in the making. And even with people like Lizzo and BTS who are like topping charts, their legacy is not over. They have to make new goals now. They have to... Think of how else they're going to continue positively impacting people's lives. And I think I'll end it there. There's no shame in admiring celebrity. There's no shame in allowing them to influence you and allowing them to share with you their thoughts and their feelings. I wish more celebrities would. I wish they would practice vulnerability I'm trying my best I'm using this podcast as a way to practice vulnerability in hopes that other people will see that it's not that bad and it's actually what the world needs right now um, and to go even further allow them to influence you in a positive way allow them to teach you that well whatever it is that they need to teach you for me specifically it was about how I believe life is long. I believe what's meant for me is coming. I believe I am destined for greatness, but I need to practice patience, <laughs> like a mofo. I need to practice patience. We all need to practice patience. I, I know that what I'm doing 
is with great intent. I know what I'm putting out is something I'm proud of. And that in itself is worthy of something. And people I've never met before have taught me that. So, yeah, thanks for listening. I hope that you listen to Lizzo stream Dynamite by BTS. Get ready for the album coming in October. Um, And Lizzo, if you're listening to this, love you. Can't wait for your new album whenever it comes out. If you don't put out an album for like seven years like Rihanna, I'll be sad, but I'll still be super excited for when it comes out. Okay, bye. This is my outro song. I was made for this.